John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Theme tune time. Let's go, John. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. I told you there's no way I'm singing. Come on. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. Yeah. John and Sam in Japan. Never gonna happen. And put your clothes back on, it's just weird. Ah, never! John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Welcome to the show. Here's John. And here's Sam. And this is John and Sam in Japan. The international comedy podcast. John, I started the last episode with an apology to you for uh, (laughs) editing the podcast in a way that made you look like a fool. (laughs) And... (laughs) And I'm, 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 I'm ashamed to say I've got another apology to make to you. <laughs> so this one, we, we, we were due to start recording today at seven o'clock Japan time uh, yeah. in the evening. Um, I, I just messed it up. I made a mistake. I thought it was six o'clock. So I came upstairs and I said to my wife, go upstairs to talk to John uh, back in an hour or so. And then I got up here and was kind of fiddling around waiting for you. I got to like 620, 6.15, 6.20. And I kind of did the calculation because I knew the clocks had gone back in England. Yeah. And I did the calculation of, oh, no, it's not 6 o'clock. It's 7 o'clock we're starting. <laughs> so anyway, I hung around for another like 10 minutes till about 6.30, just like, looking on my phone and stuff. <laughs> and I went down and uh, my wife said to me, oh, what are you doing? I said, oh, I said, uh, uh, John said he's going to be an hour late. <laughs> and she was like oh you know sort of gave that look of oh typical i said oh yeah you know i said to her, i said it's a sunday morning for him it's difficult he's busy he's busy i mean the clocks have gone back he just got confused <laughs> and then, so then at seven o'clock i came back upstairs and the entrance to our loft uh is in our bedroom my wife wanted to go up to the loft to get something out of the loft and I sat here at 7 o'clock on the dot and then you mailed me at 7 (laughs) o'clock and said give me 10 minutes (laughs) and I said I said uh, I said to her oh John said he's going to be 10 minutes late and then she looked at me and said oh so that's an hour and 10 minutes he's kept you waiting (laughs) Uh, I think I'll have to message her <laughs> I thought, oh well, you know, <laughs> you know. So I'm sorry to have besmirched your good name, but I feel <laughs> yeah. like having uh, admitted this on an open forum, <laughs> like some, some, to some degree, <laughs> I've made up for it. <laughs> I'm just sending her a message now, so I wasn't. Late. <laughs> <laughs> well, well the, the ten minutes—the reason I was ten minutes late was because um, my youngest, who's four years old, had gone to the toilet, and um, you know she goes to school, so she can wipe her bum. But she'd done it; she'd done a poo, and she was freaking out because it was just one of those never-ending wipes. So oh. I, was t- I was trying to deal with that. <laughs> That, that, that's the beauty of Japan with the power of the washlet, of course. The never-ending wife <laughs> yeah. isn't a thing. Well, yeah. <laughs> John, 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 Sam, in Japan. This is JNSNJ News. All right, and now it's time for the news story. What have you got for us, Sam? 
This is a new story from The Mirror Online. It starts, everyone knows that when it comes to being a parent, you can't have a favourite child. Or, at least if you do, you're not supposed to let it be known. So, you've got two kids. Do you... Do you think you're pretty like fair when it comes to, you know, treating them both the same? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, horrible to both of them. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I think because one of them's only four and the other one's eight, I treat the well. Case in point, like yesterday, the eight-year-old was having an absolute meltdown because the four-year-old had gone and graffitied all over some uh, coloring thing. So I was angry with the four-year-old for doing it. Um, but then she's only four and it's because she wanted to play with her sister and her sister didn't want to play with her. So she just gone out of her way to destroy. <laughs> so, <laughs> Do you think you treat the four-year-old the same way you um, treated the eight-year-old when she was four? I try to, but it's hard because the four-year-old is like when you're telling her off, she'll just, she'll make you laugh. So it's hard to tell her <laughs> off. <laughs> All right. Whereas um, yeah. the, the eight-year-old has a meltdown and like, you know, she knows that she's in the wrong, so she'll cry and she'll be sad and that. Whereas the, the four-year-old will just sort of try and cheeky get away with it. And then when she can't get away with it, then she'll have an absolute, like, you know, proper meltdown. Like, so <laughs> she yeah. kicks off. Yeah. So it's difficult. So. It is difficult. So this story is along those sort of lines. Like, do you, how and should you treat your kids in the same way? Um, the, the story continues. However, it seems as though one family missed the memo when it comes to not openly, and I think that's important, openly favouring one child over another after they blatantly gave one son preferential treatment. Well, it that says, happens in Japan, doesn't it? Quite a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the eldest son gets uh, gets everything and then the rest of them can just go. <laughs> they can sod off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it says... This is uh, it's on the mirror, but again, it, this also comes from Reddit's uh, Am I the Arsehole Forum. Huh. It's a, um, an 18-year-old wrote on there, My parents have always favoured my younger brother. I was by no means unloved, but it was blatantly obvious who they cared about more. Um, he continued, I worked a part-time job to get my first car, but my brother got one as a present. Uh, my brother's car wasn't n new, but it was much newer than my car. Um, and it was just about the same with everything else, like clothes, video games and cell phones. The Mirror says the team went on to explain he's currently taking a gap year between school and community college in a bid to save money for his tuition. But he recently overheard his parents discussing how much they would be paying for his younger brother's schooling. At, at this point, what can you have a guess at what happens next in the story? Uh, what do you think the lesser loved child did? So he probably said something and then they kicked him out of the house and ostracised him. <laughs> do you know what? You're not far away from it. <laughs> um, the, the, the lesser loved son uh, continued, I secretly recorded the conversation from around the corner smart yeah and then came out asking my parents why they were going to pay for my brother's college but not mine they didn't notice my phone was recording and just said that my brother needs more help i asked how so when i wasn't getting any sort of scholarship and he likely wouldn't either he continued then i asked a few more questions about why things have always been this way so you kind of like this was their straw that broke yeah. the camel's back decided to confront them 
Uh, he says that my parents got mad and my father told me that perhaps it's time I moved out. So, John, well done. You, you've really, uh, you've done well to get that. Um, my father told me it's time I moved out because they are sick of keeping a roof, roof over my head. However, I pointed out that I pay rent, but they didn't care. <laughs> Right. The teen then stormed out in a fit of rage and uploaded the recording to social media alongside a rant about how his parents had always treated him this way. A few hours later, his parents were banging at his bedroom door, screaming about how bad he'd made them look in public. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a madhouse. <laughs> yeah. So, I, think, yeah. I, think, I think he's done quite well to... Like he, he seems like he's able. He's going to be able to go to university. He's got a job and he's paying rent. Like considering the kind of parents he has, I think he's done remarkably well. But you never know. There's two sides to every story, doesn't it? He? he might just be like one of these people who constantly feels hard done by. So um, the you know, I've met people who just constantly obsessed with. And I, this is a lesson I'm desperately trying to teach my kids. Don't be worried what other people have got. So like. The four-year-old, she will be up in arms if the eight-year-old's got something that she hasn't got. So I always just say to him, and vice versa. So I always say to him, no, it's got nothing to do with what anybody else has got. It's what you've got. Are you happy with what you've got? Then, yeah, yeah. It's you know, um, a lesson that they need to learn, but yeah, it's hard. Always keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, it is. It's a bit of pressure. I mean, life lessons here with John and Sam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> The grass isn't always greener on the other side. No. Although, it, in my case, it seriously is because uh, on the left-hand side, they have perfect lawn. And on the right-hand <laughs> side, they also have perfect lawn and ours is bumpy and weedy. So, <laughs> I mean, sometimes it, it just is. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, you never know. This younger brother might have issues or whatever. And, yeah. Like my, because uh, I've got two brothers, two sisters, and I'm the oldest. So I never cared about what the other one's got or got up to um but i know that my middle brother he was really uh sort of jealous about the fact that my youngest sister had five years at university instead of three because she failed the first year twice <laughs> um, so he's very like she, she's been rewarded for her incompetence no offense yeah, of course <laughs> but the, the thing is he failed his first year twice uh, once so i'm just going well you did it once and he's like yeah but I, I paid for it all by working in a pub and doing all this and all that and i'm like well did you really though? I think we all we all have enjoyed, you know, parents helping us out when we needed it. So uh, I've know. got um images of this episode being played over the table at your family Christmas dinner. <laughs> yeah. <and> just <laughs> potatoes being hurled. Calm yeah. down, everybody. <laughs> yeah. No, I think they they worked because now they're all old and stuff, so they worked through it. I think it was just when he was in his mid twenties and she was a university student. He felt that she was taking the piss. <laughs> so, got a bit of a strange, <laughs> and, strange mean, relationship. She probably was, let's be honest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's in the pub. Yeah. No, but, no, no, that's what it was. <laughs> I don't blame her. I don't blame her. It's no. hard not to be. But back to this story. This story takes a little bit of a turn here, though. This, uh, it takes, there's a little bit of a, a kind of a twist, an M. Night Shyamalan going on. So... <laughs> 
It continues. Uh, this is the lesser love brother continuing. He said, my grandparents contacted me later and said they were appalled, then came to visit with a lot of the family the next day. There was a huge family intervention. It's crazy. And my parents were made to sit on the couch and look at their feet while being told off. Oh, God, this sounds nuts. And then is this? Is this? There, there was no younger brother at all. It was all just a ghost. Just... Uh, it was then that I found out that they had been receiving money for years from my grandparents to help with family expenses. My brother looked like he didn't know what to do, so he sided with the rest of the family and said he's noticed how I'm treated as well. My parents gave me a huge po- apology that sounded forced. Right. The teen's grandparents offered him to move in with them and announced they would be cutting off his parents financially. So now what? the parents have been... Screwed off by their parents, yeah. Right, wow. Uh, um, And now his mum and dad are devastated and will no longer speak to him, prompting him to question whether he took the whole situation too far. No, I mean, sounds like he's going to be living with his grandparents. They're probably going to kick him a bit of money for college. Sounds like a win-win, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but he, I mean... I think well, we're we're talking about the the dinner table at your place over Christmas. Yeah. I've got a feeling theirs is going to be a fairly frosty affair too. Yeah, well, I mean, just save yourself some money on some presents. <laughs> <laughs> that was J and S in J News. So, John, we've been promising for a while to get our wives' opinions on our bad point. We've finally got round to it, haven't we? Well, but yeah, I mean, basically, I did mine yesterday uh, when we were in the park because she seemed happy, so I thought that'd be a good time. Um, (laughs) You were trying to get carrot curry favour and get her in a good mood. (laughs) Well, I think, well, as you will, like an elephant never forgets, as soon as uh, you press play, you'll hear... All kinds of uh, <laughs> accusations, and including one which, one which I'm like, how? Why are you saying that? That's complete. It's a complete lie. And you know, if the police are listening or something, I could end up getting arrested. Oh, wow. She's yeah. accused you of a crime. Yeah, oh, amazing. Yeah, I was like, that's just well, awful. I'll be the ju- judge of whether it's true or not. Yeah, I might have to bleep it out. <laughs> um, yeah, so. The, the, listen, the, the, we have to thank Ruben VM. He's the catalyst for us getting our butts into gear, if you like. Because he, Ruben, uh, who does a lot of the music for the show, he mailed me out of the blue uh, back on la- last Monday, I think it was. And he said, uh, his message says, uh, hey, I made a jingle for you for the segment where your wives will give their thoughts on stuff. Um, he's pretty happy with it. Uh, he says, uh, I'm hoping that having this jingle will make it impossible to back out now. And well, the jingle did its job. Yeah, good stuff, yeah. Ruben. So, I think it's only fair that we play the jingle. Here it is. Did you know women have opinions too? Let's get John and Sam's wife's point of view. Let's get the truth straight from the mouth of the horse. Let's hope the segment doesn't end in divorce. (laughs) 
<laughs> Ruben, thank Colin. you. And, and the, if it does end in divorce, I don't think it's just going to be down to this segment, to be fair. No. Well, it could be if uh, if the police are listening to what my wife accuses me of. <laughs> well, you've tantalised us, John. So shall we do uh, your wife's opinions first? Yeah. Uh, you'll also hear a bit of my kid crying in the background because she went on a zip line and uh, fell off and got mud all over her. So, <laughs> but <laughs> Which, you guys again, are too busy. At, at, yeah, at the end, I, I get blamed for that for doing this instead of watching my kids. <laughs> <laughs> so. so, listeners, here is what John's wife thinks about him. I must know what my faults are, so please tell me. Yeah. Go Face. Attitude. <laughs> Snoring. Snoring? That's only my bad things. Those three. Uh, I can't change my face. Go to drinking secretly. But I don't go to drinking secretly. I'll tell you. And. Secretly. Uh, just. Is that your kid's you know, shout, Drinking. Yeah. Drugs. Drugs. <laughs> Not back home. Uh, run away. Always run away. Uh, always say, Mum, Mum, Mum. Daddy didn't come. Daddy's fault. Daddy didn't come at the end. <laughs> Is that she's going? You're shouting, mom, mom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm assuming the uh, the criminal uh, is the the allegation of you taking drugs. Yeah, I was like, why are you saying that? Where did that come from? So yeah, my face, my attitude, the fact that I <laughs> run away and secretly go drinking. <laughs> I um, like the secret drinking because I mean I've known you for a long time and you don't rarely do secret drinking. Well, I mean you do I a lot of drinking. To, yeah, I was like, when, when am I ever secretly drinking? You know, if I do it, if I do it, I'm telling you. Yeah. I don't secretly do it. I mean, and let's be honest, your eyes—they give it away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, but to be fair, I think you've got away fairly lightly there. Yeah. But like you say, your face you can't change, your attitude, well, yeah, come in. <laughs> Snoring, not so bad. The false allegation, I'm assuming, about taking drugs. Yes, definitely false allegation. <laughs> um, and secretly drinking, which is a lie, because it's not secret. Constantly running away, running away from her. <laughs> well. Go on, let's hear what your missus has to say about you. <laughs> Here we go. So what would you say are my faults? If any, there might not be any. If any. That is an option that you could say. You are perfect. I cannot find anything. Your bad things. Right? Yeah. You are perfect. Hold me. Problem is, if you say that, they're going to. Everyone's going to think that I'm kind of holding a knife to you. <laughs> yeah. so, at least. I cannot say anything now, so. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Could you just make one up like a fake one, maybe? That's not real. Mm. But you always say something from the top, like a tengu. <laughs> I, I don't know how can I say it in English. You can explain. Well, 
Okay. Anything else? Ah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it sounds like the it's about the floodgates. About yeah, I open. found your dirty sock at the entrance and the kitchen counter everywhere. So it's a little bit but habit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and, and, and that's all. Yes, I think that's reasonable. Yeah. Yes, that's all. I think Ikuko is going to have a lot more about John, don't you? Yeah, I should have to say to John. I feel sorry, Ikuko. <laughs> what was that? She said, I feel sorry for Ikuko. <laughs> I listened to John Ikuko's first one. I haven't listened to the whole thing, but her first answer to his question, what's my bad about me? Her first response was, your face. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, I told her, I'd listened to a little bit of uh, your one just to check it and come through okay. <laughs> she felt sorry for you in that in that regard. Oh. Yeah, she called me a Tengu, which I think it's, um, she's, she's called it, well, arrogant and uh, I think... I think the the word really she was looking for was a fucking know it all. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you wouldn't say that about me, would you? Never. Because oh, you probably just <laughs> you probably just fucking bleep it out or change it so it sounds like. <laughs> just leave that on the cutting room floor. <laughs> so, in what ways does your missus think you're a know it all? Well, actually, so after we finished recording, I, I did. I said to her, I, said, I, thought, I thought you might ask that question. So I so, well, didn't record it, but um, there was a few ways. I mean, first of all, her first one was like, oh, well, everything. And then the, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, can you be a little bit more specific? And she said, well, like one example was um, she thinks that I think I'm the only person who can load the dishwasher properly. So she, when she she put stuff in the dishwasher and I'll unpack it and repack it because right. it's completely inefficient. Right. <laughs> um, she talks about when if she she wanted to buy like a air purifier or something and then I you know I'll say and I don't think this is being so much like uh, um, I know it all more like a tight bastard but just basically I don't know I don't think one of those is necessary. Yeah. <laughs> things along along those lines but yeah so but the dishwasher seemed to be her main uh complaint <laughs> we're not doing too bad are we at least no, nothing was, was mentioned about, about personal hygiene that wasn't mentioned yeah, which is yeah. good <laughs> well i mean she did say that i leave my socks on the kitchen counter yeah <laughs> which is actually the side of the kitchen counter but the reason i do that is because i wear the let's say if i pop out i'll wear a pair of socks but i don't want to put them in the wash because i've only worn them for like 10 minutes right so i think i'll just roll them up in a ball put them somewhere and i'll wear them again later i'm trying to be <laughs> eco-friendly yeah, yeah. Uh, well i think from those two responses i think um we're pretty we're, well it doesn't look like we're gonna get a divorce so uh, that's that's good i suppose <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to keep maintaining our our low but adequate standards <laughs> yeah <laughs>
Yo, Johnny McBee and Sammy O.T. Two princes talking shit over a cup of tea Probably a spot of milk and a crumpet, please But there's something else cooking in the kitchen Could someone answer the burning question? All right, and now it's time for the burning question, which was, what's something you always or never do when you first meet someone? So who's been in touch, Sam? Uh, Yeah, Craig Hoffman got in touch on Twitter. He said, uh, funnily enough, I talk to them. So... Oh, right, yeah. Smith and Tanaka uh, on Twitter as well. They went, ooh, I asked this very question, question mark. (laughs) Well, I mean, I wonder if that's what they do now that we've said it or whether (laughs) that's something they've always done and that would be a coincidence. Yeah, well, Gage and Card came up with more sort of an answer that we're looking for rather than pedantry. (laughs) 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 Um, Whereas as a gentleman... I never ask women their age, but I always judge their breast size, which... (laughs) (laughs) I get the feeling they're judging mine. (laughs) 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 What about about for you? Um, Well, I try and say the person's name. It's the first time I've ever met someone. Try and say their name three times. So well, is that like in case they're the candy man? So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it just helps me remember the names. So like when I teach a new student or whatever, yeah, oh, that's good work, Bill. Nice one, Bill. What do you think, Bill? Just three times, then you kind of it's a it's a technique Help. somebody told me and it does seem to work. I'm pretty good at remembering people's names. Um my missus said that would be my superpower. Oh like, really? Like if I just bump into people and I haven't seen them for years, I'll still be remember what they're called, which is Name recall, man. Yeah, I, I can't think of how that's going to possibly be any good for a career. She was like, well, well actually, you know, so- could be a spy. You could just, I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that being able to remember people's names is not, they've got, uh, what's it called? Facial recognition software now. They don't need me. I'm obsolete. I'm like James Bond. <laughs> don't need him anymore. Yeah. See, the the one I was gonna the thing I was gonna tell you is very very similar. But I, I read this not my trick. I read this in a Darren Brown book like a number of years ago. And here there's a, like a page or a chapter or something on how to remember people's names and remember things. And his thing was, what you should do is you should when you meet someone. Let's say if you if I met someone called John, that's not you. Yeah. Then. I imagine that person with you. Right. And then I imagine you and them doing something together. And I think, I'm not sure if this was Darren Brown's uh, (laughs) advice or whether I've twisted this in my own mind, but like, for example, French kissing. So, so like, then I imagine you and the new John having like a massive French kiss. And then that (laughs) really solidifies that image in my mind because it's kind of unique. Right. Then every time I see them, I picture them snogging you, Ooh. and then I remember their name, <laughs> and then just <laughs> think that they're a pervert. <laughs> see them with the wife and kids going, "Oh, he's a sicko." <laughs> then we've all got yeah, Alzheimer's like in the future, yeah, exactly. and we've got Alzheimer's. We go, ah, "John's come to see you. Oh, he cheated on his wife. He used oh, to kiss another that- guy called John." <laughs> They're a right pair. I don't know, whatever floats you vote. For me, I just think, say the name three times seems to work. I think I'll stick to that. <laughs> yeah, I, like I said, I'm not sure if the kissing thing was his addition or mine. He he might have said, like, imagine the two Johns, you know, playing badminton together or something. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I've gone with something, you know, basically John and John 
doggy style. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the end of the show. Just leaves me to say thanks to everyone. A special thanks to Ruben VM for forcing us to uh, talk and interact with our wives. Um, <laughs> you'll have to get in touch sooner rather than later so we can continue the good work. Um, and thanks to all you uh, for getting in touch for the burning question. Yep. So this episode's burning question, because it is uh, Halloween, is what's the scaredest you've ever been? Oh, yeah, good, so good. Hopefully nobody yeah. can be pedantic oh, yeah. and say, eh, reading this question on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, John said it's Halloween. We're recording on Halloween. This episode will probably be, probably be released in two weeks. Yeah. So, But we're going to put a burning yeah. question out today. So hopefully... We're going to put people, it out today. It's a Halloween burning question. Yeah. Yeah, and you can be scared not on Halloween too. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, the scaredest I've ever been. I mean, that time I mentioned uh, the, how my wife didn't pack the dishwasher properly. That's got to be up there. <laughs> yeah. Well, me, me asking my wife what my faults were when she had shingles. That was uh, like, <laughs> just before dropping in that I'm off out. <laughs> all right. Anything else? No, I think that's all. All right. Catch, catch you later. later. It is time to go. That's the end of the show. If you liked it, write a review. Five stars or F you. And if you want to get in touch, we'd like that very much. Send a tape of your comedy. Not a tape, just an MP3. Send us some comedy or a song that is funny. Send us your favorite bit. But we don't want your dick pics. It is time to go. That's the end of the show. Tell your friends and your family. Or even the people you're married. You should join in. Answer the burning question. Send a new story. Preferably something we can find about. We're on the social media sites, Facebook and Twitter, day and night. It's John and Sam in Japan at gmail.com. And if you do this, then maybe, just maybe, Sam will put his clothes back on. John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast.